Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. All right, welcome back. Hour number two on the Mark Reardon Show on a Wednesday afternoon. We have Sue's News coming up. We also visit with our friend Alex Rich from Y98, who's in the studio with us. How are you? Well, how are you guys? Well, I, I ask Alex every once in a while, hey, do you have any things that are going on in your world that you want to talk about? And the best he could come up with is he's getting a king-size bed. Yeah, but that's big yeah, news. Yeah, that's nice. Right? Yeah. I hear yeah. it's life-changing. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you want to hold a news conference or something like that for that, we'll uh, we'll. Absolutely. I might do it. All right. Hang tight, though. We have some news here. Our friend Maria Kina from the CAMOX side out doing a story this afternoon at Sumner High School, which is quite interesting. How are you, Maria? I'm good. How are you? So what's going on? Well, eight students uh, started complaining of nausea. This happened about 1.30 this afternoon. Uh, They called in EMS. It was determined that another student apparently made a stop at a convenience store, picked up some type of gummies, and passed them out to their friends. Uh, then the students, um, EMS responded. They took the students, seven of them, to the hospital. An eighth student was picked up by their parent. At this point, it's not known what type of gummy it was or why it was even being sold at a at a convenience store. Uh, well, let me let me raise uh, a question about that. What's interesting is my um, you probably know this. Though, my wife works in the cannabis industry, mm-hmm. right? And then we have a dear friend, my good friend Andrew Mullins, who runs the trade group called Mocan Trade. And we had dinner the other night, and he's, you know, he lobbies um, unofficially. He's not a registered lobbyist, but he works on these issues. And he sent me, I was looking for the screen captures, these uh, pictures of packets that are labeled THC Mm -hmm. that are sold in convenience stores. And they have hundreds of milligrams of THC exactly. that are listed. So I don't know if those are fake, if those are real, but they're not legal. From what I understand, there's a process they do with heating it up and doing some type of cooking that does not happen to right. regular there's marijuana. There's some sort of chemical difference in the compound that, that allows this. Again, it's like the, the VLT machines, like this little gray area that someone's mm-hmm. trying to take advantage of, right? Right. Yeah, because, I mean, it you didn't used to be able to go into a convenience store and no. pick up gummies. And, well, and I don't think a lot of this is FDA approved. No, no. So there's no, you know, no guarantee that what you're buying is what it says well, on there. Well, if right. you go to a dispensary, that it absolutely happens. It says hundreds of milligrams for one? No, not for one. But I, I'm going to try to find the pictures, Alex. You'd be surprised. They have, and it looks just like candy, like you would sell gummies to, mm-hmm. to kids. And it says, you know, 300 milligrams THC. Now, so, there are, like, ones that are, like, Delta 8. Or whatever. This is and, different, though. You know? This is not Delta 8, and I don't know all the differences, but the point is is that's not regulated. I mean, the argument for uh, recreational marijuana that the proponents you, you know, used was, what? look, you have tested THC, and you know what you're getting instead of street weed, et cetera. So this, but this is kind of in a different category. It is, and, and the fact that, that, that a young kid, because these are 10th, 11th, and 12th graders, we don't know which 
grade that student was in. But the fact that they can go into a convenience store by the school, buy it, yeah. bring it into school, pass it out to their friends, and then they get sick. And wow. the initial police call was that the students were unresponsive. That's, That's correct. scary. Yeah. So fortunately, that wasn't the case. According to George Sells, a public school spokesperson, they were just nauseated. In other news, that's what George Sells is doing these days. I had no idea. So, tell him I said hello. All right, Maria, thank you. For, he's, a, he's another media he's guy that's guy. been around. He, he is. is a good guy for a long time. I worked with him just a little bit over on the KMOX side. Thank you for the update. Keep us posted. That is very, very interesting, no doubt. These allegations are deeply concerning. Does the president have any comment? We're not going to comment. It's not clear messaging. No, 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 no. And now, Sue's News. Sponsored by Mr. Appliance, speedy expert service, MrAppliance.com. It's National Fettuccine Alfredo Day, Fred. Ooh, I yes like or that. no, do you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's right up your alley. Abby? Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, boys, Mark Reardon, are you a Fettuccine Alfredo person? I love Fettuccine. Uh, not necessarily Alfredo. Fredo, but like a good fettuccine with clams and shrimp with a lighter oh, uh, I like sauce. Yeah, I like that. I don't like the I'm thick going white with sauce. That, one, I <laughs> yeah. think I'm a... that was always my, um, like a tutamari, isn't that sort of like tutamari a linguine? Some, yeah, that's, yeah, there's some stuff in there that's good. On this day in history, 75 years ago in 1949, Joe DiMaggio signed with the Yankees for $100,000. It was the first six-figure contract <laughs> In the major league, that's not even close to the signing bonus these days right? for some of these guys, right? <laughs> right. That's just crazy. You get that if you you get more than that if you play a major league game. I think now. Wow. Just just one game. No matter who. Well, the minimum, league, minimum the... is like what two hundred fifty thousand. I think it's more than that. Five hundred thousand. Yeah, I think probably. it's more. It's five now. Holy cow! Sixty years ago today, in nineteen sixty-four, the Beatles arrived at uh, New York's Kennedy Airport for their first. Pers- first appearance on the Ed Sullivan Show. It was also the day that Baskin-Robbins introduced beetle nut ice cream just for the occasion. It was pistachio, walnut, mm. and a chocolate ribbon. That sounds really it's good. It's not bad. Sounds, I don't know why bad. they don't bring that back. And this was the number one song 48 years ago today in 1976. Good song. Can you name all the uh, 50 ways? I think I... Well, well, he doesn't do 50 on no, here. No, he doesn't. Which he bothered does. me as a child. I know. The math is a little off. You're <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. I, I would say, but mom, that's... Alex, you do this one when you play your guitar? I don't. Uh, you know it, though? Old, you know the older. song, right? I don't know all the words. That's the problem. I'd be mumbling half, halfway you can, through. You can update it. Like, <laughs> Watermelon. You know, this is like that... Um, who's the... What's is the band that did the We Didn't Start the Fire update? Um... Uh, that was follow-up. We, follow-up. Uh, yeah. You can almost do like a little uh, 50 ways, maybe 100 ways to leave your lover now in 2024. 100 ways? I don't know. An awful lot. Well, they didn't get to 50 in this no, song. No, yeah. Paul so Simon only. And I knew for a while as a kid how many it was. I, very confusing to Here me. Here we go. You just slip out the back, Jack. Done that. Make a new plan. Make a new plan. It happens. You don't need to be coy, Roy. No one's named Roy these days, but see, we could change you the name. You can names. hop on the bus, Gus. Gus. You don't need to discuss much. Just drop off the I'd get into these Paul Simon modes every once in a while, and I'll just go on everything from the old stuff, Simon and Garfunkel, to the... um, Diamonds on the Souls. Yeah, to Graceland. I love him. I love him. Me too. A 30-second ad for this year's Super Bowl costs a mere $7 million. That's about the same as last year, and uh, some of the new ads revealed yesterday... 
include the Uber Eats commercial featuring David and Victoria Beckham. Have you seen that? No. Yeah. I have to yeah. admit that I watched it in advance. Did you like that's it, Alex? That's a good one. There's it also, made me laugh. I saw Jen, Jen David and David Schwimmer one. one. Yeah, that's yeah. cute. But the Beckham one's good. It is. Yeah. It's funnier than the Jen. Oh, and, for sure. Yeah. Than, uh, David yeah, the one Schwimmer. with David Schwimmer, just, eh, it's okay. But you got to think, those uh, commercials cost us, those companies a whole lot more than just the time slot. Right? Think what they're paying all these people to be in the commercials. Exactly. Right. And the part with Jelly Roll is kind of funny. All right. I, I okay, but here's, here's the other thing. Alex raised a good point. We've talked about Super Bowl commercials for years. The difference is we used to be, and this wasn't too long ago, I'd say 10 years, maybe certainly within 15 years, you would have this excitement. You'd get a little bit of a preview maybe in the New York Times or the Wall Street Journal, maybe a snippet of something, and then you would not have seen the ad until right. Sunday afternoon. In this case, and I, I get why they're doing it, because they're paying, to your sure. point, people to be in the spots, exactly. and they're spending a lot on production, so they're spinning it out on social media so a lot of people will have seen it already so you're getting more bang for your buck Teasers because people like us are replaying audio etc correct right? <laughs> correct i mean think about it seven million for a 30 second and they've got two ads running and they had to pay david and victoria beckham jennifer aniston david schwimmer jelly roll and ursher usher let's say that you have let's say the budget is 15 million right Jeez. so you got set let's just say yeah. for example okay. let's say you got seven million to buy the spot you got eight million that you're going to do everything the ad agency everyone's going to take their cut 15 million we got 100 million people they're going to watch that That's ad true. right more than that well these are 230 seconds so it's already at 14 mil I before you got these people in it ab InBev is, is spending 14 million oh i wouldn't be yeah surprised. but is the is the seven million dollar cost for a 60 second Thir- commercial no it's a 30 oh my god yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. All right. And uh, they say last year's game was watched by 115.1 million viewers. And uh, they'll see what happens this year. But, you know, we've talked about this on this show before. The really, the only way to capture people watching live television is sports. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, so when you got them captive, you might as well release it early. And then, you you know, people want to see Well, here's these. my prediction. Uh, and I, I'm not very good at these, but I think they're going to set a record this week. Yeah, I think you're probably well, because, right. Look, it's not only because of Taylor. I mean, that's there will be a little bit of a Taylor Swift factor. But you have two teams that are iconic in the NFL and you have one of the biggest stars if not the biggest currently well the two of the biggest in in you know Travis Kelsey and in Patrick Mahomes uh, yeah. and Brock Purdy's story as the quarterback of San Francisco is really cool. I mean, he was like literally the last guy that was picked in the draft, and he could win a Super Bowl. I so. like Andy Reid commercials too because he's so deadpan. <laughs> I, 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 I love too. all Andy Reid commercials. I don't like the one. I've seen that one so many times where they're <laughs> on doing the, the plane. Whole, no, where oh. he's trying to get the chicken nuggies. I just I, I get annoyed <laughs> oh, yeah. with. Yeah, I like that one. How about Have you those seen nuggies? That one? They're trying to teach the Andy nuggies? the concept of bundling. Oh, oh okay. I gotcha. You know, Jake from State Farm and, and Patrick. Wait, does, does does Reed actually say nuggies? He in does. Because yeah. that would make me why laugh. I, yeah, well, it made okay. everyone else laugh. It just yeah. annoys me. I don't okay, know why. that's fair. Sports fans, ESPN, which is owned by Walt Disney, Warner Brothers, Discovery, and Fox, plan on getting together and creating a joint sports streaming service. I was going to talk about this in a few minutes, but in fairness, I steal topics from you all the time, so this <laughs> okay. is this is just you payback, You want me to Sue. pass it and you can... Uh, no, but I find this interesting. Yeah, I do, too. Brilliant. Because here again, I mean, I pay for ESPN yes, Plus. And I know. Hulu and Disney and all that. It's supposed to come out this fall. They don't have a name or a price for it yet. This has got to be the wave of the future because the, we're all just... Uh, you got to bundle this stuff. What does it say this one will specifically do? I think I have a Wall Street Journal piece that I was going to pull up. This streaming service will be its own company. It's have its own management. Access will be through a new app, or you can bundle it with Max, Disney Plus, and Hulu. 
So you can just bundle it with those three. But here's what's in it. It's tailored for sports fans, so you'll get ESPN channels. You'll get TNT and TBS if you like to watch the NBA. You'll get Fox Sports 1 and 2. So it's a little mix okay, of everything. Well, does that include the ones that are all going exclusive now? Like Peacock, there's certain things that are only exclusive to Peacock. So you know, no, it doesn't I don't matter think what so. channel it's on. Here's what interests me. I'm just going to tell you. Here's what's piqued my interest about that. And I think this applies to other people as well. And, and I know some people are, are, you know, it's important to them to watch sports. I'm in that category. So I've explained this before. I currently have, it's the dumbest thing in the world. I, I hope I don't have to do it. I have Fubo and I have YouTube, YouTube TV. TV. I got rid of DirecTV. Right. Okay. Now, the reason I have both is because on Fubo, I can watch Fox Sports Midwest, right? Mm -hmm. And I could see the Blues and the Cardinals. On YouTube TV, I cannot. On YouTube TV, I can get the aforementioned TNT and TBS. Now, I want that because they air a lot of NCAA basketball games and baseball games. But if you're telling me, because I'm paying for um, YouTube TV, I like it quite a bit, but if I can pay... Eight bucks a month, as opposed to ninety dollars a month, and I can get that. Here's I can only thing, have Mark. Fubo. My point is, is that people have to kind of get creative here, and it's complicated. It is complicated, and and listen, somebody guessed that the price of this thing would be like forty five bucks. Well, okay, Where, then it, it wouldn't it, be so worth it. it. You're right. But is that for the whole year? I mean, that's, that's probably not. There's no way it can be forty five. It can, for a month. but that was a guess. That's why I didn't have it okay. in there. Some somebody was. But guessing. you understand my point. I mean, I you, do. You'll I have totally people, and it. maybe part of this is because they're bringing in. TBS and TNT, they know that the market for that exists for people who can't get it on these other services. Yeah, there you go. You're right. There's a recall for over 750,000 Hondas made between 2020 and 2022. It's a problem with the weight sensor. It's supposed to disable itself if you have something light, like a child or a child in a seat in the passenger seat. And the say, they say it's not working, and if the airbag comes out, it could injure that person. So you want to look that up if you have a Honda. Models infected, Pilot, Accord, and Civics, and some CRV and Passport vehicles from 2020 and 2021. Now, my uh, really nice story for the day, this is kind of a cute one. We talk on this show about this topic, too, about kids falling behind during the pandemic in school, Mm. right? Because here you are on a Zoom call. Well, a dad in Las Vegas, Mark's home away from home, (laughs) noticed his daughter falling behind in reading after the schools closed down during the pandemic. So even though he had no coding experience, had no idea how to create an app, he started working with an AI reading app to help her catch up. And using ChatGPT, it tracks the words your kid knows pairs them with words they're struggling with, and creates a custom children's story. I've got a bite from him in there, if you can see it. Yeah, this is fascinating. You can start with your word groups, all the different sounds and the way that they progress through the mouth and the tongue until they get to the more difficult ones. It's able to take all of those words that she knows, all of these words that she's struggling with, and send it to ChatGPT, and it returns a custom children's story. So it keeps her on a path of reading that's at her level. I want other kids to use it. This is now my passion. This is a dream that I really, I see that that is working for her and that it's starting to work for other kids. All right, so we have talked about the dangers and yeah. some of the things that kind of freak us out about AI. I would say that's very There's interesting positive. positive, right? Uh, it's called Word Stumble. It's now free for anyone to use. If you have a young child, you would like Can to try that. Can you send me a reminder email about that? I think that's yeah, fantastic. I want I to do. investigate that more. Absolutely. It's cool. We Su- can use it for Alex, too, uh-huh. <laughs> for being honest. <laughs> Sue's News is brought to you by the fabulous Mr. Appliance. Speedy X 
expert service. They're really great. Go to MrAppliance.com. And finally, in Sue's news, we have today's random fact. I love these sorts of things. There's a secret room hidden behind Lincoln's head on Mount Rushmore to store important documents. Wow. What? Love it. Is this a real? No way. That's what it's... I, uh-huh. you got to be kidding a, me. Like national treasure. It's totally, it's totally a like national right. treasure situation. In fact, There's... I looked up Nicolas Cage to see what the name of the movie was, and then suddenly I was looking up what his son looks like, and I went down the wrong path. So thank you. Yes, national treasure. Wow. And, and that's it for Sue's News. But it's Lincoln. Lincoln. Is that? Okay. Now I want to find it out more about that. It's secret part. Just behind his hairline, it says. See? That's a good one. That's mm-hmm. a good random I'm, I'm fact. saving that. I thought maybe it was, you know, Trump's head is kind of <laughs> leaking out from Mount Rushmore and he's going to replace Abe Lincoln or something like that. All right, there you go. Hey, Alex is uh, getting a king-size bed. That's his breaking news. Gosh, that's exciting. <laughs> we'll talk about that and um, how the Liberty, Missouri Police Department went into a home because of a suspicious intruder, and it wasn't exactly what they thought. But the audio of that coming up. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Hey, uh, quick Parcheesi update, not to bore you with more of this, but Alex didn't hear the story yesterday. So the the synopsis, Alex, is you ever played Parcheesi before? Never. Board game. Okay. Fred, what would it be like? Sorry? Yeah, it's like, like sorry. It's, it's uh, like, like sorry. sorry. Or like played. it's along the lines of backgammon as well, isn't it? Because to a certain extent, that's yeah. what people say. I, and I used to play backgammon. Anyway, um, started, my wife and daughter were in Columbia, Missouri, played with some friends. They, I was there that night, but I didn't play. I'm like, hey, I want to play because mm-hmm. it, it was fun when I was younger. So we get a Parcheesi board. I, I just, it wasn't even fair, Alex. I'm dominating in the Parcheesi world, beating, just pummeling my eight-year-old daughter and my right. wife as well. And then the other night, I'm going for four in a row. I've won three in a row on the game, right? I'm feeling pretty good about my Parcheesi game. And I send uh, a picture to my friend. My friend zooms in and says, oh, no, 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 no. You've got, he notices that there are pawns, the little things that you play with, on the wrong spaces and two pawns of different colors on the same space. That is not allowed. Really? So... This morning, I went down the rabbit hole of a YouTube tutorial on Parcheesi, and ladies and gentlemen, there were a lot of things we were getting wrong. I mean, I don't know if we were playing any of the rules that were correct when I was winning, <laughs> wow. unfortunately. No, I'm not, I'm not so even making mean- it up. I'm going through. I'm taking notes. I'm like, nope, we got that wrong because you have to, you have to roll a five to get out of, um, you know, you're, you're your in this, home. I don't even know what they call it. Uh, home is where you have to end up going. Okay. So anyway, you're in this little, you're captured in this area. To get out onto the board, you have to roll a five. We were playing it like you had to roll a five on one die. It's not oh, the case. that's not. The oh. game says you can do four and one. I was told 
that wasn't the case. So I'm blaming well, my wife and my daughter. Does that mean you were cheating or you were all no, you were, we're all well, you were all playing taught, the game the he, same way. It's just yeah. by the wrong rules. Yeah, he taught fair. them how to play. So didn't you? No. Oh, no, no, okay. No, no, I take wait, it back. Hey, hey, yeah. Okay. Thank you. They so learned right. together, right? Back. They, my friends in Columbia were playing. I was not playing. My wife and daughter played that night. Hey, remind me how to play the game Parcheesi. Uh-huh. They refresh my memory with the rules that are inaccurate. That's how it uh, went down. Okay. Well, I, I noticed we'll you noticed right that right away. <laughs> yeah. Stop to the madness. Well, I, I do want to play it again. Alexa's like, hey, why can't we just play by those rules? I like them. And I like them, too, because I was winning. But then when you play with other people, it wouldn't work out that way. All right, we got Cops in Liberty, Missouri. Fred, you want to set this one up? I haven't listened to the audio, so I thought this would be a nice little surprise. So uh, the police in Liberty, Missouri, got a call about a possible intruder alert. So they showed up at this house to check out to look for the intruder. And they go into the house, and we're going to hear some audio of what happened when, when they went in. And we've got um, audio coming from two different body cams. Oh, of wow. The police officers. Two different. Did we did we have to go to the media, have to file like a freedom of information request for this? <laughs> uh, I think the Liberty Police offered it up for you. All right, here we go. <laughs> Let's go. We'll just start clearing room by room. Oh, it's right there. It's a squirrel. <laughs> they can disregard. I just saw it. Tony, you can disregard the help. We got a squirrel in the house. That's awesome. I'm glad that's I played great. that. That's yeah, really that's that, that might be audio cut of the day worthy. Oh, Fred, that's so. great. I am guessing the video is even more fun because you is. get to see it the is. reaction. Have uh, you ever had a squirrel in the house? It is disturbing. I've had friends and, and relatives who have, and they can be so destructive. Yes. Ron the Bat Guy, that's one of, you know, Ron Scheller who just retired from all of his wildlife endeavors. That would be a lot of his work. People would call. They're freaked out. <laughs> Squirrels. And if you don't know the damn things, I, I can't remember. It might even be my friend Fitz who um, lives near you where they were on vacation. Somebody I know was on vacation, came back, and, I mean, the damn oh, squirrel no. had been in there for five days oh, and no. tore up a bunch oh, of stuff. Oh, wow. Awful. Yeah. Yeah, that's bad. Uh, would you like to tell us about your king size bed, Alex? I'm excited about it. I've heard it's, you know, I've it's heard the little it's... things. Now, Fred, do you have a king size bed? No, I don't. But my son Shane has one. He says it's a game changer. Mm-hmm. Well, the whole process of buying a bed, you don't know what you like. You look at these box beds, you don't know what you're oh, going to you get. You know that is so true. You know, and and and, and everybody says that you know this bed's the best. This bed's the best. But I'm looking to upgrade to the king size mattress. I I. Finally found a place at the mall, the back store I went in, laid down on just about every bed that they had. And it was it was a great experience. But you I have, tell you. I've been to your house in uh, Maplewood. Um, I used to have a very small home in the city. There was no way you barely could get a queen size bed in the room that I had in the city. So it's sometimes just, you know, your it's size of your bedroom, you can't fit yeah. the king size bed. I've measured bedding. probably six, seven, eight times going back and forth. Is it going to be worth it to have it in this room? The way I look at it is, you know. You're not doing much else other than sleeping in your room. Really, I mean, Alex, some, that sounds personal, some but things sure. in between, but, you know, are, it's not like you're dancing around. Are Unless you, you're into that kind of thing, then yeah. you probably need a little bit more room. Are you doing the split box spring, or did you go for something else? No, it's oh, the same a... box spring. Okay. One, 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 um, it's the adjustable deal. So it's a Tempur-Pedic mattress with the cooling on top. Oh. And Does it's, it do uh, that? It, it, yep, it oh. raises it up. Apparently, some of these have a snoring um, feature wow. where it's got a speaker on it where it hears you snore in the middle of the night, and it adjusts the bed wow. to kind of take care of all that, uh, all that for you. 
automatically. I don't know. And the one I got's got a light under the bed, dude. Jonathan over there, he was he was he was the man. He walked me through all the options. I could tell you everything there is to know about a bed now if you wanted to know. There's a light underneath it? There's a light underneath the box ring. So you know you go to the Four Seasons Hotel or these nice hotels, they they set a vibe. Now these oh. beds set a they're not just comfortable, they set a whole whole tone in your bedroom. They set a vibe, Mark. Did you hear that? <laughs> Come I, I on. I can't believe that. It's got I, a massage feature. Kind of shakes the bed a little bit. I I'm okay, interested this, to try that out. This does not sound like the bottom uh, rung mattress. No, it doesn't. I, I believe we have uh, uh, well, purchased so, the top I mean, of the, of the story. I didn't buy the box bed, obviously. Okay, so you bought a nicer bed. Is what I bought you're an, I bought a nicer bed because the box beds, you know. All right, right, right. They, That's they don't last as long. But give me a price tag on the bed. Can you give me a price tag? Um, is it more than five thousand? It was right about. Okay. I mean, the prices of these things are crazy. Yeah. Like, I, I got my the mattress that I have right now in, in our master bedroom came from the bedroom store. And Fred, I don't know if you know the story of Denny Boyd is quite fascinating mm. because I don't know the when story. When Fred and I were in Columbia, Missouri, he created the, the waterbed. It wasn't called the waterbed That's store right, or something like that. Store. That's him? I didn't yeah. know that. And he started. I don't remember all the particulars. I've I've interviewed Denny before, and I used to do some sponsorships and some endorsements for the bedroom store. But I remember his story being absolutely fascinating where he was you know, kind of putting these beds together on his own. And all of a sudden, it just kind of took off. And that was back, the waterbed thing was, you know, in vogue for a while. And his he's got an empire. He's got like a little bedroom store empire at this point. Wow, but there, I can't believe how expensive mattresses Listen, are. Listen, and if you are a larger person, especially if you're tall, maybe mm-hmm. you need a California king and you've got some more weight, you really do need to spend the, mo- the money just apparently okay. to get it to last. But I didn't need the extra long one. How no. long? <laughs> you did not. How, how okay. Because this is the the question then becomes I found six years been six years in this house so the mattress is probably because I think we replaced it when we were in this house six years old right mm-hmm. the one that I now have in my guest room which was the former mattress we had is probably boy I, at this point I might even say thirteen fourteen years old however it's hardly used because it's in the right, guest room it's in the, guest the question room. then becomes how, how often do you change out a mattress I mean does a mattress Go bad after a right. certain amount of yes, time. They, it they does. will kind of tell you that it does, right? Yeah, they will. It, you're it, supposed it, to flip it at times too. Yeah, you're supposed or to flip it. Not with the fancy ones. Not I don't with think. the fancy ones. Well, the rest of us will flip ours. I have these little cubes. Like my mattress is literally a bunch of different cubes really? that you can turn over what? and flip them wow. depending on the texture. What type and of bed is it? It's what, a what fancy. Is it? I don't know. It was a fancy bed from the bedroom store when I was doing the ads for them years ago. That's what it is. <laughs> wow. But it can go. It can also go up and down and, and do some fancy things as well. I think we all underuse our technology. Well, I'm excited, and Jonathan at the back store was a huge help for me, so... Good. I'm excited to see what I'm what I'm getting myself into. Fred has um, king size bed envy here this afternoon. On <laughs> yeah. FM Talk, the Hall of Famer. Hang in there. We're coming back with more. Hey, here's a little bit of a follow up. Our friend Alex Rich from Y98 always visits with us on Wednesday afternoon. Sue Thomas, of course, is here. The Hall of Famer, Fred Bottomer. Alex, you missed the Hall of Fame ceremony. How about last that? Week. I like hearing yeah. you say that. Hall of Famer, Fred Bottomer. It's how I have to introduce him all the <laughs> is time. That it's how just you're like start signing papers. H O F. H O F. Twenty twenty four. Yeah. It's just like Joe with Troy Aikman, right? Yeah. It's the same thing. So I. Th- saw this in the Wall Street Journal. This is weird. I know, Sue, you probably go to bed early because you work weird hours, right? I try. Fred, what time do you go to bed? Uh, Typically, average. Uh, midnight-ish. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Well, that's even later than me sometimes, although I'm up at 2 in the morning watching you know, the West Wing and stuff mm. like that. Typically, my bedtime would be between like 10.30 and 11.30. You know, mm. just, there's a range there. Alex, how about you? Yeah, I would say I'm in that 10.30, 11.30 range. This is what intrigued me. Abby, get Abby in here because I need. before I tell this story, I need to know her answer. Is she listening to me right now? Yes. I just need to know. She's coming. Um, what, what time do you go to bed? 
Certain days when I'm doing the show, though, it's um, early. I'm normally in bed by midnight, but asleep okay, around so late. two. Wow, so, wait, asleep around two? Yeah, I can't fall asleep most nights. Okay, so. but this is interesting late. to me. So this was a Wall Street Journal piece that was in last week. It says, so much for the parties, clubs, and bars when the late hours strike on a Saturday night. The place to be for more young adults is a sleep in bed. Mm. Today's 18 to 35-year-olds, um, Alex, you're still in that group. I Abby's am. definitely in that group. Say they understand the link between sleep and health better than people once did, with many seeing the long and short-term benefits of more shut-eye. Younger people say they take comfort in seizing control over their bedtime. So basically, they said that in 2022, those in their 20s, Abby, you fit that bill, report getting an average of nine hours and 28 minutes of sleep. Good Lord. Wow. No wonder they don't work. They're sleeping all the time, Sue. <laughs> Jeez. Nine I, I haven't had nine hours and 28 minutes of sleep combined in the like last three age, nights. That age range is more into health as a whole, I feel like. You know. Do you think that's the reason, really? Or are they just, you know... Okay, but this is the more intriguing part. Bedtimes are creeping earlier. An analysis of more than 2 million total sleep numbers that's... smart bed customers <laughs> found that those between 18 and 34 went to bed at 10.06 p.m. on average in January compared with 10.18 p.m. last January. And they say that they feature a bunch of people in here, like there's a sophomore from Berkeley. Emma Kraft is her name, and she says she goes to bed at 9 o'clock. Hannah, who is on the morning show yeah, on Y98, yeah. Hannah Gibbs, who was here at, at um, 971. Now she does mornings now, but I do remember Hannah's a young woman. You know, uh, she told me she went to bed, and this was before the morning show gig, really early. So I thought that was unusual. Yeah, so maybe that fits the that. trend. How about you, you, I'm sorry. How about your sons, Fred? Uh, Noah in DC goes to bed probably around 10 o'clock, but Shane. In New York, goes to bed after midnight. I mean, he's texting me at twelve thirty or one in the morning. Do you think it's changed though since like COVID? I think COVID. I, I would be curious to I see wonder. the numbers before then. That's interesting. I think it also depends on the job that you have the next day. Yeah, for sure. I it mean, does. if you work remotely, you can sleep later. Right. I think if that's... you have to be in an office, you're going to be getting you know going to bed earlier. So this this yeah. affects one thing they point out is that you know. People who are going to bed early, the young people, they're not out in the bars, they're not spending money. But this also affects restaurants. So what they said in this piece is that seatings between 4 p.m. and 6 p.m. When usually, if you're you know 85 years old, that's you're going me. To the Golden I love Corral. to eat at 4:30. Yeah, if you're at the Golden Corral, you do. But it says that that makes up 31 percent of reservations, up from 19 percent in 2017. And then wow. meantime, you know, the flip side is true as well. The proportion of reservations between 6 p.m. and midnight have declined. Well, well, I like well. a little late reservation. Yeah, that's interesting. All right, I'm we early. Were, we were earlier this hour, and I want to tie this in with something and ask the uh, the group a question on this as well. Though Abby, you're not really someone who might be able to answer this in the affirmative because you're not the biggest sports person. But hang True. hang tight anyway. We talked about how they are probably going to do this deal. ESPN, Fox, Disney, Warner Brothers. They're announcing a new sports streaming venture. That makes it, they say, easier for consumers who are frustrated with all the platforms. So we were talking about this during Sue's News. We don't exactly know what this means for everyone, but it's going to um, give you access to Disney's ESPN, ESPN2, ESPNU, ESPN News, ABC, Fox's Broadcast Network, Fox's Sports Cable Networks, Warner's TNT, TBS, and True TV. So all of those, um, and that gives you the SEC network with Disney, the ACC network, the Big Ten network is Fox, um, TNT, TBS, True TV with Warner Brothers Discovery. So that does not include CBS and NBC and then, of course, Prime. But what they're saying is it's going to kind of maybe 
organize some of these other things a little better. So that was the story that we covered earlier. But you know that this is coming, and I don't know if it's going to happen in two to five years, ten years. Jason Gay wrote about this in the Wall Street Journal. There's going to be a time when it's going to be Super Bowl weekend, right? And they're going to say $8.99 if you want to watch totally. the Super Bowl. Oh, you know it's coming. It, so, it, I agree. So what would the price be? What would the one price be? Only. So he said this. A little, this is Jason Gay. I like his comms in the Wall Street Journal. A little thought experiment just to stir up trouble. It's a decade from now. Actually, no, it's three years from now. And you get his point because you don't know. It could happen that early. Against your better judgment, you've decided to host, host a Super Bowl party. You've gone out and bought a fancy television so sharp you can see into Jim Nance's pores. <laughs> you've, you've ordered the wings, perfected the chili, and the neighbors are about to call the fire department because you've been smoking a whole bison in the front yard for 11 hours. Your guests are here. The keg is tapped. It's two minutes to game time. You turn on the TV and, oh no, you forgot. You owe $99.99 or maybe it's $129.99 or maybe it's $49.99 or maybe it's $19.99. But his point is, is that the Super Bowl is likely going to be pay-per-view. Now, we don't know this for sure because then, you know, this will depend on how much they can get for advertisements and if they're getting $14 million for a 60-second commercial and the audience is going to be $120 million or whatever the number is, if you do pay-per-view, the math is going to have to work out. Right. But I don't think any of us would expect that that would be unusual to happen in the future, right? No, I don't think that would I be. Would pay it. I would pay it for a one-time sporting event like that. I would that. say 1999 seems reasonable for that. Yeah. But, but, of course, this is one of the reasons we're talking about this, and I don't remember if you did this, Fred. Do you have Peacock? Uh, yeah, we do. So you watched the Chiefs game. Um, no, I didn't. But but you but could we have. We yeah, could but, have. But you could have. In other words, had it on, you remember the one yeah. playoff game on that Saturday night right. with the Chiefs? They limited that to Peacock's subscribers. Right. So there was a little bit of a you know of a precursor to this. What would you guess? How many people watched on Peacock that night? Hmm. What, what, not on a regular not, broadcast network, right? It's on Peacock. Twenty-three million people. Oh, that's what they say. Twenty. Now that's a pretty big that's number a lot. for a streaming service. Yeah. How many, but didn't they say, didn't I do in that story, 115 million point something watch yes. the Super Bowl on regular TV? Right. Yeah, I think but that's the gonna... Super Bowl when it's free, though. That's right. So that's, that, that, that of course, is point. Then if, if you have to pay, how much will it reduce the uh, viewership? I don't know. Or I feel we'll... like you get at least 50 million people to, to I think pay. you probably would. Oh, I hate the thought of it. But I know. You know what's coming. I, I hope it doesn't get down to that, but, you know... I used to be, back in the day, as they say, you know, when Tyson was fighting in Vander Holyfield, we would get together. This is what people do, and I think you'd have it for the Super Bowl, too. You got a friend. Maybe it wouldn't be the, for the Super Bowl, but maybe another big sporting event. Hey, let's all go together. It's 100 bucks. Everyone tosses in, you know, $20, 25 mm-hmm. and then you have a party. We used to do that for the boxing matches quite a bit. And then Tyson would knock someone out in, like, three seconds, <laughs> and you're like, wait a second. Why did I pay for all that? Uh, so it's just the sign of the times. I am sort of encouraged by what you said earlier, Sue, and what I just read about the new streaming service because I think – Digging a little deeper into that, it might help us all as consumers. I know it's confusing right now, but I do think what they're trying to do is simplify it for people and say, okay, here are your options on this package. Here are your options on the other pack. I don't know. Maybe. I'm going to hold out hope for that. Really Maybe am. you're right. Or at least there'll be a lot of different combinations of, the, of app, like what's yeah. what who has the best co- combined apps and who's getting the best deal. 
Yeah. Well, that's what, you know, the market's supposed to do that, uh, I suppose. So maybe we'll have that opportunity. Speaking of the market, would you pay, this is something I know Sue like this because you do a little real estate on the side. You know what the the most expensive home in America is now on the market? Anyone take a stab at what the price is? The most expensive home in all the country. This is in Naples, Florida. Okay. Nine acres. I'll even give you the land. Nine acres. Nine acres in Naples? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go for... One, uh, $98 Alex, what do you say? I'm going to say $254 million. Wow, that seems high. Fred? I'll put it in the middle, $150 million. Abby? I remember from earlier, so I'm going to withdraw. Oh, okay. smart. Oh, yeah, you could have faked this all out. You look, all you had <laughs> to know. do is do a prices right Just and, a, a, yeah, and say $250 million, $251 million, then, then you would have. You can lie, Abby. I it's was okay. Close. I no, lie she... as the host all the time, so you <laughs> oh, don't have to worry about it. Thing to say. <laughs> Kidding, sort of. Mostly. Uh, two, <laughs> $295 million. So I was, clo- I was the closest. Yes. You were the closest. Yes, you were. Without this guy, going over. This guy paid, in 1985, <laughs> he paid $1 for 4.3 acres, and all it had at the time was a fishing cottage and some mangroves. And then they bought up to 60 acres. They parceled it out, and they you know built other homes. So now they're they're selling this for 200. I mean, it, I guess. Okay, now I've got to go look. That if you up. had the money, would you happy. buy it? You think? Well, I mean, let's say you have the money, right? Because you'd have to be a billionaire to be in in this ballpark, right? Elon, maybe not in his category, but certainly billions. Couldn't you get the two hundred? Like it's two hundred ninety-five million. Couldn't you get the two hundred million dollars shooter and be pretty happy and save that ninety-five for some other things? <laughs> yeah, you probably could. But maybe nine rich, acres. Maybe rich people don't look at it the same way the rest of us yeah, do when we're buying homes true. and trying to, you know, meet our daily needs. But I thought that was interesting. Alex, great to see you. Thanks for we'll coming see in. You guys. Have fun with the Super Bowl. We're coming back with Ann Wagner in the next hour. Josh Krausauer from Real Clear Politics. Ann had a very tense, interesting exchange with Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen that went viral yesterday. We're going to explain coming up. Get more at 971talk.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.